0: Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, already in progress. On today, so 1st John chapter 5, verse number 4 in the message translation. Say I have it if you have it. Okay, it says, every God begotten person conquers the world's ways. It says, the conquering power that brings the world to its knees is our faith. Listen to this, every God-begotten person conquers the world's ways. Next verse says, the person who wins out over the world's ways is simply the one who believes Jesus is the Son of God. Say with me this morning, Jesus is the Son of God. Come on, say it like you mean it, say Jesus is the Son of God. So the scripture tells us that every God begotten person conquers, conquers the world's ways and that conquering power is our faith. And so we want to see three things in this particular passage of scripture uh, real quickly. Number one, we find this out from this passage of scripture that everything that is born of God has the empowerment to conquer the world's ways. I said everything that's born of God, has the empowerment to conquer the world's ways. Now, we're born naturally, of course, but we're born again into the family of God. And so those of us who are born again, we are God-born, or we are God-begotten. And so the Word says now, if we're God-begotten, then we have the empowerment. Say with me this morning, empowerment. We have the empowerment to conquer the world's ways. So therefore, the world does not have anything on us. Are uh, you hear what I'm saying? Because we're God begotten, praise God. Now everyone is not born again, unfortunately. Everyone is a creation of God, but everyone is not a child of God. You become a child of God through the born again experience. And so those of, those people who are not born again yet really don't have hope for victory because they don't have the empowerment to overcome the world's ways. Does this making sense to you? Praise God. The second thing we find out from this passage of scripture is that the foundation of this conquering empowerment is faith. Thereby shout faith. So the reason, the foundation, the core of our ability to conquer the world's ways is our faith. Notice it didn't say our natural ability. Notice it didn't say our physical strength or our intellect. It is because of faith that we're able to conquer the world's ways. Amen. It is because of faith that we have the empowerment to walk on top of the world's things and not be subject to them. Praise God. And then number three, we understand this, that understanding that Jesus is the Son of God is a key to this empowerment. See, there's a lot of lot of opinions out there today there's a lot of uh, opinions about there are ways to God but the Bible that I believe in the Bible that I teach and the Bible that I have faith in says that there's only one way to God and that's Jesus is everybody clear on that Jesus says I am the way I am the truth and I'm the life he didn't say I'm one of the ways he says I'm it glory to God and he says no one comes to the Father except by me. And so we got to understand and we have to have a firm belief that Jesus is the Son of God. Because if you're, if you're toying with other uh, opinions, if you're toying with other belief systems, then you're not going to have the substance, you're not going to have the, the foundation to stand in the midst of trials. See, just having a thought that Jesus is the Son of God, you might be okay when situations come up. You may be okay when you have a little headache. You may be okay if you have a little, you know, sinus, sinus issues. You, you know, you might be okay with, you know, little circumstances coming your way. But when the enemy begins to attack you, you better be sure that you know that Jesus is the son of God and that you realize that there is someone on the inside of you that can stand up in you when you glory to God, when you need some help. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because the word says greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And see, if you don't have that persuasion, if you don't have that belief system, you will fold under pressure. And you'll start yielding to things that you think you can do yourself. You'll start yielding to help from other individuals and things like that. But no, when you understand that Jesus is the Son of God and he has great power and he resides on the inside of you. And when you feel like you can't get up, he gets up on the inside of you and causes you to get up and stand. (laughs) Glory to God. Let me hold my mule, man. I might start running today. Amen. Amen. Because uh, just because we missed an hour doesn't mean we need to water down our passion and our excitement. Amen. Dragging in life is a choice. But winning in life is also a choice. And I decide to win in life because the word tells me if I'm God-begotten, then I conquer the world's ways. Are y'all hear me this morning? Praise God! And see, man, people are going through life, and they're getting duped into thinking that they're okay. When, when the pressure is really on, they can't stand. Why is that? Because they, they are playing with all these opinions. You know, they think sometimes that Christianity is just a self-help kind of thing. It, Kind of get a little motivation here and there, and then you be all right but no it's a lifestyle that gets his empowerment from Almighty God, and the word of God says if you if you 're god begotten, then we overcome or we conquer the world 's way so I just want to just probably this week and next week, I just want to share with you just just on this this uh, subject here, called to conquer called to conquer. Tell your neighbor, said, call called to conquer. Call to conquer. Call to conquer. Now, this word called, of course, comes from the root word call, C-A-L-L. And so we get different uh, variations, derivatives of this word call. And this word calling, though, I, I want to bring out this word calling, the definition of it. The word calling means a vocation. It means an occupation. It means business. It's, it's basically what you do. Okay, it's, it's, it's what you do, it's, it's, your, it's your business, praise God. And so if we take that particular definition, uh, vocation, occupation, business, and we apply it to this statement called the conquer, then really it's our business. Oh, come on, y'all. It's really our business to conquer. Oh, man, y'all. Okay, this side over here, God, I don't know what y'all are doing in the middle. Y'all ain't saying nothing over here, I'm just trying to... I'm just trying to figure out I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay on this side for the rest of the service because that, that, that side over there seems like they catching on quicker than this side but no if you look at the, if you if you think about the definition it it says vocation occupation so it's my vocation to conquer it's my occupation to conquer it's my business glory to God to conquer are y'all hearing this So now, if it's what I do, then I should see some results from what I do. Got it? So it also means then to call by name. To call by name. And to call by name to a function or job or to take on a new name or authority. So now, when somebody calls you conqueror, It comes with it the understanding that that's what I'm supposed to do but it also brings another layer of authority so you can walk like you're a conqueror are y'all catching this oh man so this word conquer means to overcome or to successfully overcome so it's my business to successfully overcome in life say that with me this morning say it's my business to successfully overcome in life. come on, say it again, say it's my business to successfully overcome in life. Now encourage your neighbor, this one, look at somebody that look like they want to be here this morning and tell them, say, "It's your business to conquer in life. Is anybody catching any of this? Yeah, it's our business. It's our business. When you open your eyes in the morning, you should should remember and recognize it's my business today to conquer. It is not my business to be subject to anything. It's my business to conquer, glory to God, whatever the world, whatever the devil, whatever the enemy, whatever darkness sends my way. It is my business to conquer. Praise God. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And that's the expectation that we have. Now, go to Deuteronomy chapter 11. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 11. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So every God-begotten person conquers the world's ways. So now, we don't have to be subject to anything that the world offers. Just because it's offered doesn't mean it has to be accepted. Amen. Amen. We have a new mail person in our neighborhood and uh, I've been getting other people's mail. So I open the thing up and I look at the thing and I was like, where did this come from? Because you know, I kind of you kind of you kind of recognize the envelopes that normally come to your house, don't you? I'm like, this looks strange. And so I open up, look at it and I, and I look I at it. It's got such and such name on. I'm like, this ain't mine. I don't even bring it in my house. I just take it over to the neighbor's mailbox and put it in. It doesn't belong to me. Why am I gonna hold on to something that doesn't belong to me? You hear what I'm saying? Just because they put it in the mailbox and there was an opportunity for me to receive it doesn't mean I have to receive it. So just because the world brings up some stuff and just because the world presents some stuff to me, doesn't mean I have to receive it. If it's not mine, it's not mine. And too often we grab hold of the thing, Oh, well, this seems interesting. I wonder what this all about. No, just resist it because it doesn't belong to you. If it if it shows any glimpses of failure, any glimpses of coming short, short and shortage, any glimpses of lack, any glimpses of sickness or disease, any glimpses of depression, any glimpses of confusion, it's not yours. So why toy with it if it's not yours? No, I want those things that remind me of my conquering ability. I'm talking about the blessing of God. I'm talking about the peace of God. I'm talking about the joy of God. I'm talking about healing and health. I'm talking about prosperity. I'm talking about glory to God. All things that remind me of I'm a conqueror. That's what I want, amen. Praise God. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse number 31 says this. It says, for you... We'll cross over the Jordan and go in and possess the land which the Lord God is giving you, and you will possess it and dwell in it. Shout this once! I'm going over! I'm going over! I'm I'm going over! I'm going over! I've been behind this line too too long. I'm I'm going I'm just going over. And the Jordan, rec- the Jordan represents a line of, line of demarcation from the land of not enough to the land of more than enough. And so we're just going to have to decide. We're going to step across the line. You know how you, you, you kind of felt yourself when you was, when you was, uh, when you was small, you felt yourself on the playground. Somebody stepped to you the wrong way. And, and then you just, you just kind of drew a line and you step across if you want to. Anybody else do that? And they stepped across that line. It's like, I, I, how about this one? (laughs) Amen. But no, sometimes we just got to decide. The the scripture says we're gonna go over. It says you will cross over the Jordan and go in and possess the land that the Lord has given you. Next verse says, and you shall be careful to observe all the statues and statutes and judgments which I set before you today. Now, go back to verse 31 real fast. Just throw throw it back up there for me, please. Thank you so much. All right, look at this. It says, For you will go across over the Jordan and go in and and possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Now, when you read this and you take your time and read this, you kind of want to ask yourself a question. Um, You know, are you giving it to me or do I still have to possess it? Is, is Is this land being given to me or am I still have to possess it? He says, and you will possess it. He says he's given it to you, but then he says you will possess it. He's given it to you, but you will possess it. So what's this going to be? Is he giving it to me or do I have to possess it? Okay, and so that's a question that we want to take care of on the day because there are some things that we can just receive by faith. See, you you can receive the joy of the Lord by faith, and it's just, it, it, it's done. It's done there. You don't have to do anything else. You just rest in the joy of the Lord. Okay? You can just decide. You can decide when you wake up in the morning, this day is going to be full of joy. And I am determined I'm not going to have anybody disrupt my joy-filled day. Tell your neighbor, say, you should have did that this morning. You should have did that this morning. See, don't tell them, don't be scared. You say, you, you should have did this morning. Tell your other neighbor, say, you, you too should have did that this morning. Okay, so it's not too late. We're still in the morning. So go ahead and go ahead and decide. I'm gonna have a joy-filled day. Now fix your face. Now fix your face. <laughs> fix your face. Praise God. So I can just receive it. I can just receive the joy of the Lord. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is my faith. I listen, I can just decide I received it. I can decide to receive. The peace of the Lord I could just I could just decide I'm, I'm just going I'm just gonna have peace I can be worried about a lot of stuff but I'm choosing not to I'm just gonna receive peace you hear what I'm saying all of us have plenty of opportunities to worry about stuff but we just got to make up our mind we're not I'm gonna receive the peace of God I'm gonna sit back here and I'm gonna relax myself and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rest in the peace of God there's some things you can just receive. But, folks, there's on, on the other hand, there's some things you going to have to fight for. I said, there's some things you're going to have to fight for. There's some things that you're going to have a battle in your flesh. There's some things that's going to be a battle in your mind. There's going to be a battle against the enemy. And you just can't just say, I receive and walk in it. No, there's some, there's some fighting that you're going to have to do in order to possess what's already yours. Are you hearing this? And so, really, we, three, we see a 3 process in this particular scriptures. We see a 3 process of how we actually uh, enter into this conquering state in life. First of all, we, un- we see from these scriptures that we have an inheritance. Everybody say inheritance. We have an inheritance with God. Now, to inherit something, which sometimes is foreign to us because many of us are... are, are we, we don't have much experience. In receiving an inheritance uh, years ago I, I was 12 uh, 12 years old my father my father died in a car accident and he had a small life insurance policy three thousand dollars and it had me as a beneficiary I thought I was a millionaire glory to God 13 years old with three thousand dollars shoot Man, my mother made me put it in the bank, so I had, I had to hold it. I had to hold it until I was 16, and then I used it to buy my first car. Guess how much my first car was? $3,000. <laughs> how y'all know? Y'all wasn't there. So in that, in, in, in that instance, I, I, I had a car. Come to find out, that car wasn't worth what I paid for it, but, you know, I had fun with it. Praise God. But what I'm saying is, is that a lot of us don't have experience with people leaving us anything. A lot of times in our experience, when people go to be with the Lord, they leave us with something, yes, but they leave us with our obligations. You get phone calls and letters, be like, how are you going to take care of this? Went, it wasn't mine in the first place. And so we're, we're, we're foreign to this, to this whole inheritance idea. And so because we haven't experienced it a lot in a natural state, and I'm not talking about everybody because some of you may have some uh, ancestors or some people that were before you that really planned and, and did what they were supposed to do and, and were really diligent in leaving you something, uh, as the word says. And so I'm not, I'm not making a blanket statement. I'm just saying for the, for the most part, those people who I encounter don't, don't have experience with receiving inheritance. That make sense? And so, we don't, so because we don't have this experience, then sometimes when we, when we read things and we hear things and we understand things from Scripture, and when it says that we've been left something by God, we really can't put the pieces together because we haven't experienced it in, the natural, in our natural life. And so it's a foreign concept to us to understand what does it mean to have something left to you by inheritance. What does it mean for you to be set up by someone before you? And see, that's what we're talking about here. When we talk about an inheritance, it means to receive something by right, it means to be given something by birthright. See, there are some things that we ought to be owed or we ought to receive because of what family line we're born into amen and so because we're born again into the family of God there are some things that has been handed down to us by right and because we're in the family of God we're supposed to have some stuff is that everybody with me this morning so now we receive this by by right and so now Jesus then because of what Jesus Jesus did Jesus came and 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 um, he solidified the will Jesus died, but Jesus rose again to execute the will. He's the only man on the face of the earth in all of creation that has established a will, died, and then rose again to make sure that the will that he left was enforced. Does that make sense? So now he left us some things by God. God's left us some things because of what Jesus did, and we have by right an expectation to walk into an inheritance. Does this make sense? Now, Romans chapter number 8, verse number 17, Amplified says, uh, it says, uh, if we are his children, then we are his what? Come on, say it, folks. We are his what? Heirs. Heirs. And then heirs of who? And fellow heirs with who? Heirs with God and fellow heirs with Christ. That That word heir comes from inheritance. Or denotes inheritance when you gave your life to Jesus there was a divine download into your life come on glory to God the Bible says he opened up his good treasure even the heavens bless God and he poured us out everything that we would ever need want, or desire the Bible says that that, that he's begin, he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness there was a massive download of peace of joy of prosperity a blessing of healing glory to God of success all of that was downloaded into our life at the born-again experience by inheritance but you can have an inheritance folks and be ignorant of it and not be able to access it anybody ever got one of them text or emails or or uh you know, you may, you, may, you, may, you may be a recipient of unfound money. Y'all ever got one of them before? Did y'all check on it? Y'all ain't check on it? Shoot, I got one. I checked on it. I sure did. Shoot, I ain't leaving nothing out there. If it's close to my name, it might be mine. Did my search, bang, ding, 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 bang, bang, bang. And I, I got one all the way. It got all the way to Orange County. Got all the way. I said, oh, I'm in this thing now. I'm in this thing now. Wayne Fry from Orange County. Oh, it's my money. <laughs> Glory to God. Got all, got, all, got all the way to Orange County and happened not to be me. I was like, man. But I'm going to check on it. Now some of y'all going to change y'all tune now when y'all... When y'all get that thing now, y'all be like, shoo, pass it, check it on. I'm gonna check on it too. Because you never know. You never know if you had a long-lost relative that you didn't even know anything about that left some stuff and the state has control of it and the state's trying to find out it's right for owner. See, if you never show up to claim your inheritance, they don't have to give it to you. They don't have to give it to you. They'll just hold it, they'll gain entrance on it, they'll use it for whatever they want to use, and you just go it out, even though it's, it's yours. And see, that's why the devil fights you when it comes to you hearing the Word of God. Because when you hear the Word of God, your inheritance is being exposed. See, when you hear the Word of God, you start realizing what you've been left by God. And when you find out that you've been left healing in health, and you're dealing with pain in your body, you start thinking like, wait a minute now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm here hurting, suffering, but the Word says I've been left healing in hell. Something wrong, something wrong here. I need to step up and, and, and claim my what? Inheritance. You hearing this? And so we see here that we get, we get to this conquering, uh, conquering stage, number one, through inheritance. Because listen, folks, when, you're, when the will is read and you're in the will, you want to be present to hear it. Oh, y'all missed it. Every Sunday I get up here and I read a portion of the will. Come on. And every Sunday you ought to be present to hear what belongs to you. Because if you don't hear what belongs to you, you'll be out there lacking what actually is yours by right. But you don't even have a clue about it. Does that make sense? Number two, the second second part of this, the second phase of this process of conquering is possession. if I say possession. So now we have an inheritance, but that inheritance needs to be possessed. Okay. Now possession means receiving. I have to receive it because I can know it's mine. But if I don't go get it, then I'm not going to be able to experience it. So when you get your call this week from one of the local banks and says, uh, so-and-so, we just came across in our records an account. It was opened about three years ago. But somehow... Is it just got overlooked and it's been drawing interest for three years. But we was going through our internal audit and find out that we need to, figured out we need to contact this person that has this particular account. So the account is yours. You need to just come down and claim it. You can put down the phone. She'll be like, Glory to God. Jesus. He came through. Oh Jesus. man you can dance all around your house you can call up your friends you can shout you can follow your news and say, thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus but if you never go down to the bank your life will remain the same as if you didn't even get that call that makes sense. so we gotta possess what's ours just knowing that it's ours is not enough we're gonna have to possess it. Now the word says that sometimes we have to fight the good fight of faith and I love the bible when it says a good fight of faith because every fight that's good is a fight that we win.